0: what is up everybody welcome to another episode of the la soccer hub show my name is joe garcia man a lot happened this weekend an mls weekend a lot going on we got champions league uh, upcoming again for this week which is exciting so a lot of games we're going to be watching a lot of footy this week i'm excited and here to help me talk lafc we got justin justin how you doing
1: doing well man always great to be on here and talk some
0: footy and some lafc yeah. Outside of footy, did you do anything else? Did you watch anything? Anything else catch the eye? You know, all I've been
1: hearing about is this WrestleMania stuff. And I think that WrestleMania, like just wrestling, has to be the most. See, okay, there we go. I think there this has go. to be the most polarizing thing in sports <laughs> or whatever. Because either, either you love wrestling and you think it's like so entertaining and you're going to go to WrestleMania and all these things. Or you're like me and you think, I don't understand why
0: people pay to watch this. It's just a play. Right. But I guess people like plays. Sure. So if you like plays. So it's, it's entertainment. Let, let me put it this way. So I got to go. This was my first time going to WrestleMania. Um, and I got to go. I got to go for, because I work like uh, the work stuff that I do. And I've always as a kid, like I don't watch wrestling. I, I don't keep up with it uh, anymore like I used to. Right. Like I, when I when I grew up and like, you know, watched in the Rock, Stokoe, Steve Austin Eddie Guerrero, Rey Mysterio. So to me as a kid, I always wanted to go and I always could, you know, that was one of those, like the goals. So like, it was such a nostalgic moment that being there this weekend, it was just one of those things that was just like, I didn't realize that how back, how like how it took me, it would take me to my childhood and seeing all these, um, you know, all, all the wrestlers cause they had John Cena. Right. Um, and to me, it was it was the entertainment value, like actually being there and watching a wrestling match and watching how entertaining it was. Because um, it reminded me of when I was a kid again and watching it on a TV. But even though it's a quote unquote scripted or whatever, when something is like that, it, it's still entertaining. Like if it's not entertaining, they're not selling out eighty thousand. Uh, it was like eighty one thousand per day. Like there was a mm-hmm. two day thing, and. Just watching it live, just 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 to me was like their entertainment value w- was insane. And you know, I I get to go to a lot of these sporting events. You know, right? Um, you know, like a game that we watch when we watch a footy game this weekend, right? Uh, a a zero zero draw could be one of the most exciting or one of the most boring things you, you could have done, right? And it's and it, mm-hmm. to me, it's like watching WrestleMania live. I it brought back memories of why I enjoyed wrestling even though I didn't keep up with it, but it was just like the entertainment and value is is unmatched. And it was really cool to see. And then they even like um, Ray Mysterio, who was good friends with Eddie Guerrero. I don't know. This may be going over your head, Justin. I don't know. But he came out to Eddie Guerrero's theme song. Eddie Guerrero uh, passed away. I think it might've been drug. I don't recall. He passed away and it was very tragic. I I saw, I recall. So he came out to his, his theme song and that when I, when I heard that, when I heard the thing song come out, it just like took me back when I was like 10, 12 years old. And it was, it was, it was a crazy feeling. I was looking to the guy. He's like, dude, I'm about to cry. the, the guy next to me, he's like, he's like, I'm about to cry. And it was just like, it was just one of those things that they, even they know how they know how to put, put a story together and they know how to tell it in an amazing way. And it's so captivating. Um, even Snoop Dogg uh, did the people's elbow, which is like the rocks move yesterday so it's like it's, it's like an awesome thing how they collab with like you know people who are you know like uh artists like they had a little uzi vert and like how diverse it is and and everything and i don't know news today just broke that they they sold to ufc or something they're partnering with ufc but at the end of the day to say this uh justin uh, i know some people don't get it some people you know but to me it it's worth the money it, it is definitely worth the money and I don't know. I was, I was satisfied. I was happy. I was happy that like I said, the 10 year old, 12 year old is very proud of myself today. So that's why I'll leave it at that.
1: <laughs> no, I, I, I love that. I appreciate it. Cause now, I mean, I get that, that the entertainment aspect and the, but I, I the way I approach it is to simply look at it as, you know, a Broadway show or something like that, where it, it's just high level entertainment for people. And yes, it's scripted of course, every moment is, but if it entertains people, that's worth, you know, going doesn't yeah, have to be an actual sport where it's it's unscripted true
0: true i just feel like broadway is more for like adults and this is a thing this is like a family thing right so it's right like a, you could be a, a dad and then the yeah i just meant in the right? terms like, of the scripted not necessarily in terms it, of the actual it. product but, Yeah, yeah yeah well yeah that's the, that's the other thing about it too it's like right when we go to a footy game right it doesn't matter your mom mom your dad your cousin or your sister whatever like when you go to an lafc game you know you're going to be entertained regardless if you understand footy or you don't understand it right because of the 3252 and all these different things right obviously you and i like footy nerds were like okay yeah that is all cool but let's see how they play on the pitch right and i think those those are things like me not being in 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 the in the wrestling hemisphere and keeping up with it it was their entertainment like i didn't know who the main guys were but i I recalled all the other guys and I was like, wow, that was really cool. I was really into And then the the show was just insane, man. Like they they had a stage. It was to me, it was it blew me away. And I was like, wow. Like I'm, I'm happy no. I went. I'm happy I was, it was able everybody part of it. And then I got a shirt. I was like, <laughs> I spent the <laughs> money. They got me, they got me for 40 bucks or whatever the shirt was. But like I usually don't buy the shirts, but I was like, yo, I, I need I need to buy the shirt.
1: No, I I, th- I think that's exactly it. The difference to me, I guess, is just as you mentioned. Sometimes you'll watch a boring nil nil soccer game, and you would have rather gone to WrestleMania where it's you're you're guaranteed entertainment. But then to me, the difference becomes well, we look at it, you know an MLS Cup where Gareth Bale has that moment, and then LAFC yeah. win it, and all these things, yeah. and you can't compare those two because that's real versus mm. scripted. And you're always going to have an entertaining script. It's always going to have something. You know, they're going to write something good. But when something like that happens in real life, to me, it's it's a whole different entity.
0: Yeah. No. I, look, I feel you. I feel you. Uh, look, I think to me, it's just like the the sports uh, of just entertainment. And now that I've understood like their entertainment ask, aspect of what it is, because look, right, there's there's some in MLS, MLS teams I can't get any people to watch their games at their stadiums, regardless of who they have mm-hmm. on the roster. Right. It's because they they can't. Mm-hmm they haven't figured out a way how to provide that value of entertainment because it's like, why would I spend 20 bucks or why would I spend, I don't know what MLS ticket costs $80 per person on a ticket when I don't think I'm going to get my money's worth. Right. Now you can talk about a team of LAFC or somebody or wherever or Portland or Austin, you know, you're going to get your money's worth, you know, for $80 or whatever. And I think those are, those are the things that, you know, now that, that we start talking about footy here, it's like, those are the things that certain mls clubs have been able to understand and, and, and they've been able to do and the teams the mls clubs that haven't been able to like wind the people in they're like hey regardless you're still going to get your money's worth and it's going to be entertaining to take because you know if you take a family of four you know let's say let's say tickets are 80 bucks i don't know how much they are you know four was well, that's, that's 320 uh that's 320 right there and you're going to buy food that's like another hundred dollars and stuff like that like there's if you have a family of four you're probably spending maybe close to you know with tickets included 300 uh 500 i don't know like i don't know what it is so it's like you know you have to justify that you know then this is why i understand why you don't have any kids right now justin
1: oh well okay we're not we're not (laughs) even close to that i'm i'm 23 man but uh no 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 (laughs) as far as i i hope i hope tickets aren't 80 dollars anymore but um but point, but like, I mean, you bring up a great point. I mean, you look at San Jose, right? They're struggling to bring in more than 12,000 people and that, yeah, and they, they are, and they're turning into a good team, right? They got Espinosa starting to, you know, get in that MVP talk. was had a great year last year. You expect him to be good again. They have Cade Cowell, an exciting young prospect. They brought in a new DP. You know, they're doing a lot of, the the product on the field is not bad in San Jose anymore, in my opinion, and they still can't draw people. Right, so something's yeah. something's. There's a disconnect
0: there. Yeah, they just they, they gotta they gotta. I think they would like that. They have to bring someone in to be like maybe not MLS wise or. Uh, MLS if, if Kate for, Cowell for doesn't excite you,
1: experience. like one of your own coming through, and and a U.S. men's national team product at such a young age, like if if he doesn't excite you, I don't know what will.
0: No but I'm saying you got like it's not just about like the diehards the diehards are gonna show up no matter what. It's like how do you get the 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 novice? how do you get the people that don't know anything about forty? How do you know the people? that's what I'm saying like how do you get those people? But don't you that's think those you people,
1: Sorry not to cut you. Don't you think those people care more about uh, uh, the U.S. men's national team and a Cade Cowell potentially getting to the U.S. men's national team than they do, like, a Blaise Matuidi, somebody, you know, uh, or, or, you know, a European player that can come over and that has European pedigree, but they don't know European foot, footy if they're not, you know, they, they know U.S. men's national team. To me, that's what they would probably care most about. Maybe I'm
0: wrong. Yeah, but what I'm saying, no, I mean, that, that I think that's a little bit further of a point, but what I'm saying is, like, how do you get the average folk to, like, doesn't really know anything? Oh, yeah, I'll... To, to spend that money that they're going to spend on the weekend to go spend it in San Jose. Like you know what I'm saying, like they haven't met ma- the, that San Jose hasn't, hasn't mastered understood like how they can draw people in and, and, be, and make an entertaining choose us over going out to, I don't know what's what else is San Jose Stanford or whatever, or going to the movies or whatever. Like this is going to be, um, more this is going to be exciting how do you get this like all your friends are posting this on social media and all these different things like the product on the field is one thing that that's what the coaches and players and everything now the business aspect is their entertainment value is how do you draw the the average fans how do you draw the fans that don't know anything about footy right yeah you take a fan you take like, like the reason i bring up lafc so much is like um you know, I've taken friends there. I've taken people there. You, I'm assuming you've gone with friends that know a little bit of footy or, like, even people that I they know that I go to the games a lot, they will message me or text me. They're like, hey, I've never watched a football game in my life, but that LAFC game was insane. They're like, I'm an LAFC fan. And, you know, there's different things. When you start getting people like that, you know, you're doing something right. And that's, that's what LAFC has, has been good at, capturing that the entertainment value. And that's what it is, right? When I go to San Jose, I don't know, say I live in San Jose, maybe the product has been so bad for so long that like, you know, they probably had that one bad experience. It's now about like, how do you bring them back in? How do you, how do you change the culture? How do you change that? You know, I know we're going way, way off on a tangent over here, but I think it's, it's just interesting, <laughs> no, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's just interesting because it's that like, you know, if I was like, an MLS person or whatever, you got to understand like how you do it. Like the NBA, man, like for example, to the NBA is, is amazing. It doesn't matter. Like it's always high scoring, right? There's going to be a dunk. There's going to be like, the games are high scoring. So it's very easy to understand. And you know, when you watch an NBA game for the most part, right, you're, you're going to get your money's worth for the, for the most part. And that doesn't really need to sell itself, but they're tied into the culture and all these different things, right? Like LLC is tied in with the culture here uh, with, you know, some of the, artists or whatever you know what i'm saying it's, you know it, it at times could be very like la or hollywood and that's what i'm saying like wrestlemania did that they they, they tied in with the culture and you have people like snoop dogg becky g little uzi like all these different things i don't think san jose has done that like you need to bring in the local oh, artists from san jose you need to bring the local you know uh people that you know are part of the culture in san jose and like if that person's going and i rock with that person i'm gonna go to the game or i'm gonna do that you know what i'm saying um, yeah,
1: yeah, I think the yeah, closest looked- they did to that was P low, but that's yeah, not even not even doing very much. But it's I mean it's a relevant point right now, right? I mean you can say the same thing as bringing people into the stadium as watching on TV. We know the Apple TV deal is they're brought they're bringing in what was reported today forty percent of the subscriptions yeah, that they so expected. They- which first of all, whoever made those projections was clearly way off of their mark, but. Um, But but even still, right, Apple is not getting what they would have expected, clearly. And that's not a good sign when they have an opt out at some point. So we're gonna have to see what's going on with that. And, And clearly, Apple's not doing and the league is not doing their job in getting people to not only buy the subscription, but you know, just watch on Apple TV. Um, something I was discussing earlier with, with some people was why did they not give, you know, a free month for the first month to get people hooked and then they have to pay the rest of the season. You know, that's how you get people. That's what every other subscription service does, but Apple TV didn't want to do that for some reason.
0: Yeah. Well, I think they did the, like I got T-Mobile and they give everybody that has T-Mobile free MLS pass, which is, which is, which is cool. Um, but I think, you know, you know, you know, on that aspect on the MLS seasons pass as a whole is, um. They gotta do and I think they they are gonna do this. They they hired the they hired the, the directors that did formula um, for, formula one, right? They did the, the Formula yeah, the One need, Netflix show. I forgot, the drive I forgot what it was called to so thing. Yeah. The driver is that it's called? So I've seen I've yeah, seen exactly like so. I think I saw like two or three episodes and I was like, this is insane. Like I, I yo, know, I mess with these drivers, I like this driver, that dude. Like once you start learning about the drama and everything, that's what engages that's what engages me that I know nothing about Formula One, right? So now talking about the MLS, right? They need to do that. Uh, hopefully they produce, they're able to produce this season for next season. Um, and what's going to get people hooked is is drama, right? What is the drama between these teams, right? What What are some of the heated rivalries? Once people, once that's what I'm saying, once the average person understands, like Ted Lasso, right? No one, uh, or Ted Lasso is like a perfect example because no one knows really, everybody that loves Ted Lasso. Doesn't really know that much about footy, but it ties in because it hits in, like, you know, like, really, like, things that you learn about life and all these different things, right? It's not really about footy. It's about just, like, life in general, right? But I think if MLS can capture or mimic something that they did with Formula One on, like, the drama uh, and say, uh, like... What well, who's biggest rival, right? LAFC versus LA Galaxy. You, know, you get into that drama of like the players, or you know, if, if they're able to portray it in an entertainment way, because it's re, it's going to be like what reality Vela versus series, Chicharito. Right? The- yeah, yeah, Vela Chicharito. But I even think that in itself is not that captivating because Vela and Chicharito aren't aren't um they're like friends, which is you know they're cool with each other, which is which is totally fine. Yeah. But like you're not gonna, no one wants to see you be friends when you're um. All right, focus on Raheem Edwards head. then. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can focus on Raheem Edwards. Raheem Edwards would be great, right? He used to play for – like, that. Sto- that is a story engaging. And you get those sound bites. I just think – I think that MLS needs to do that, but I just feel like they don't have that many outspoken players, um, you know. Mm-hmm. And, to, and I, I hope I'm wrong, but hopefully – when they film this they need a couple of outspoken players to be like hey so and so or this and that or like you know because I, I just feel like some uh, right now what we're all with mls is just not as engaged you're not getting the, the things that oh this player said something about this play or about this player you want more yeah and that's how you're gonna get the average fan Dude, that 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 literally is look bro everybody watches i rarely watch netflix and all that uh, but I watched, I'd started watching Succession, and that thing got me hooked because the drama is just like, bam, this, that. The brother doesn't get along with the dad or whatever. And it's just like, <laughs> I'm like, this show is insane. You know, like, so that's, I mean, if someone wants to hire me for the MLS, I guess this is my pitch, you know, like this whole podcast <laughs> episode. Cause I feel like I understand like certain things that, like, why well, I, at least I feel like I do. Right. Because it's those certain yeah. things that, like, when it, when it comes to the, the drama the captivating thing, right? You, and I don't know if you ever watched a show or some reality show and you're like, why do you, why do people watch this show? And then you watch an episode. Yeah, you're like, no. Oh, I get it. I get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I get it. This is entertainment, the drama, so-and-so, or, you know, and all, and all these different things. And if MLS, MLS well, I, I feel like Apple will be able to do that, um, be able to captivate that because it's Apple's one of the biggest companies in the world. And I think once you're able to storytell through that, through that series, then you're gonna get the get people to subscribe to the to the season pass and everything like that. And I I, just, I really feel like Apple, if, if they're able to do that, they're just they're they're really gonna bank on on MLS and stuff. But you just gotta get a couple more outspoken players to to really, you know, feel the drama going and get people get the average fan to be like, Oh yeah, I'm watching I'm definitely watching. Cause LAFC versus Galaccy is it's a it's it's a no brainer. But you need, um, you know, you need a Colorado versus, I don't know, San Jose. You need people to watch something like that. It needs to get to a point where people are, are interested in watching a Colorado versus San Jose. But right now people aren't because there's, the stories aren't really there. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with you. I think that is where they need to do. It. And I just think the engagement with the individual fan, like, for example, MLS Fantasy, I think, is another place they're really failing. Like, fantasy is a mm-hmm. is a way that a lot of Americans yeah. get into sports. And then they get in not only to the sport itself, but dedicated into watching every game or following every single day or every game day, at least. Um, and I just think, you know, MLS Fantasy is probably the worst, the, the most poorly constructed fantasy I've ever seen um and so there's people like me who just don't want to play it because it's it's so bad like i i do because i cover the league but if i didn't like it's just it it deters so many people i think um uh, that could you know get into the league but uh, less so even than what you were saying about the drama but it's just layers on layers for me
0: yeah because that on that aspect i used to look i used to play fantasy i used to do like years ago i used to do like the daily fantasy on DraftKings and Mm -hmm. vandal um But the thing that I think that hurts, maybe you could probably speak on this more, but what I recall, the thing that kind of hurts MLS is like usually in the NBA and NFL, you know, for example, you know, LeBron, if LeBron James is playing tomorrow, whenever they play, right? You know, LeBron James is playing or not, because fantasy, if you're in fantasy, you need to know if you're going to start LeBron on your lineup or you're not, right? And with MLS, I think they've gotten better since since I've been covering the league but there's been the times that you wouldn't know like so-and-so and and they're out and you don't know until like the game starts and then that messes up your whole lineup. Right. If so-and-so maybe you're talking a little bit more of the, like how it's constructed and maybe you can speak on that. But to me, it's like when you get that information out and I know very team, a lot of teams like to be very particular on sharing that information, but I think the more you're, 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 you're transparent with the fans and the people and, and you're right and get people engaged to play fantasy. Um, it grows the league in that aspect because people are going to know who, for example, uh, Timothy Tillman or Stipe or, you know, someone that doesn't get regular minutes, they're going to know who's who, right? Because that player had a good game or this and that. And that's how you get engaged. And that's how people know about like in the NFL, you know, about like, you know, so until like a player that just pops off out of nowhere, you know? And I think that's also another aspect where they could get better. But what are some of the things that you don't like about the MLS uh, fantasy?
1: Um, no, I think you're hitting on an, another great point, which is just that, you know, the, the information availability when it comes to just pure information from clubs is not very much when it, for, for the public, uh, even when it comes to simple things like transfer fees that aren't public when it, they're international transfer fees. That, that's simple information that is public everywhere else in the world in every other league, basically. Um, and it's not here but as far as yeah MLS I think I just think it's impossible to keep up. Um, it, it disincentivizes long-term playing because you you can change your entire team every single week which not only means that you have to invest you know an hour or two of your time every single week, which is a lot for most people um, but mm-hmm. it also means that if you miss a week then you're probably way behind and it's harder to catch up than it would be if you can only make a transfer a week like you can in the Premier League right? Um, so I just think there's, but I could go on and on. There's a lot of ways that I think it, it could improve. But as you said, if MLS wants to hire me to, to fix MLS fantasy, I'd be.
0: <laughs> right. Like, I mean, there's just certain things that you, you see, and I see I'd be like, okay, if they, right, obviously those decisions are, uh, you know, they're, they they got to be made in a, in a certain way, but I think there's already an example to me, to me, I think that the NBA is 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 the greatest, is the best league in the world. I had an opportunity to cover it, just how they go about it, and just different things, and just you know how things are, and just the natural drama of the players and everything, and how it goes, and how entertainment, how entertaining it is. Um, to me, like you don't have you you can never guarantee what the what the NBA, but you have a perfect. Well, I shouldn't say perfect, but you have a great uh, model to look off of, right? You can mm-hmm. be like, okay, maybe MLS, we could do these things, but we probably can't do all these other things, right? It's just what it is, you know? But I think, I don't know, it just to me it appears that they haven't looked at certain things or at, they haven't uh, been able, maybe they have tried, but they, they haven't been able to be like, okay, you know, let's do this, let's do that. Because things like the fantasy or things like certain things are being able to storytell, being, being able to push certain narr- narratives. I'm not, I'm not saying you're going to have to like force people to be someone who they're not, but you also got to be able to capitalize on certain things like that. You know what I'm saying? And I just think like you have a, a model to look over and you're kind of missing the mark a little bit, you know?
1: Yeah, I definitely agree.
0: But the, the also the, I think to me like one of the biggest stories uh, um, uh, this year too is you look at what's going on with the galaxy, right? Everybody wants Chris Klein out and everything like that. That should be like everywhere, in my opinion. Like, right? Maybe think, it doesn't help. I the don't league. think the
1: league wants to promote that. Yeah, but it doesn't help. They, doesn't
0: help the. But and that is a good story. That is an insane no, story. Is. That is an insane well, story. You can
1: make it into a great story too. Now they've taken Will Koons from LAFC. I mean, you can yeah. you can really make that into a good story. But I don't think that the league wants to focus on the you know, disarray or the, the, um, issues with the fan base and with the galaxy and that type of, uh, issue issue. So I think they want to focus on the positive light. I think that's, you know, the mentality of yeah, the but, league, but, which bro, bro, often moves away I, from I'm the drama.
0: Yeah. I'm with you, but there's right now there's nothing positive about the galaxy. I haven't won a game, you know? So oh, it's no, I agree. Uh, no, no, I,
1: I completely agree with you that that's not the way that to approach it because you have to understand reality and th- some teams are doing well. Some teams are not, and you got to be able to tell both storylines. Um, but I just think that that's not the approach that the MLS has taken as a league. And I agree with you that that's not the, the correct approach.
0: Yeah, and, it's, and there's just certain things that, you know, um, to me, w- when you look at that's going on, I-, I wonder, I'm surprised that the league, like, you know, like when it's such a bad light, like the league is like, yo, know, like, obviously, you're not going to tell how someone someone essentially how to run their business. But it's like, it's he's such a polarizing character that it's just like, it makes that side of the league looks so bad. I, just in my opinion. But, look, optics are optics. But, like, if you don't have fans going to the – or you don't have supporters going to the game, that's the one thing I don't think you get any team, regardless of how bad or anything like that. I just – I I find it really hard to um, – if you're if you're a pro club and you're not aligned with your fans on on, a, on an issue like this, and there's that much disconnect there and that there's that much hate – I just don't think I think it's going to be very hard for you to be a a successful club, because if you can treat your fans in that way, how do you expect to get them back? You know, how do you expect to
1: look if 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 we're going to talk about Galaxy, look, the fact that they got Will Coons and they still kept Chris Klein doesn't make any sense to me. Right. If you have the ability to bring in Will Coons. You give him the GM job. You fought, You let Klein go. Now the fans are happy, and you've stolen the the uh, one of the top guys of your biggest rival's front office, right? The, the number two since day one of LAFC. And so now, not only have you stolen him, but you've appeased the fans, and he's also incredible at his job. He should be a number one in this league. The fact that he's not at, at LA Galaxy – Makes me think the only reason he's probably there is because he got a really big paycheck. Otherwise, it doesn't make any sense to me. Um, but yeah. to, to me, I don't know why you're keeping Klein around when you have the ability to bring in a, a guy like Koons.
0: I think he just has. I think when at this point Chris Klein has so much of a of a pull and a say that he is. He I think that he had. He that he is. He is the boss. The like. I don't think anybody else or you know the guy above him. Uh, I think he has so many other things to worry about that this is. One of the the things least on, on his um, that on, on his that he's worried about because it's like yeah like that and you know what's so crazy I, I probably told you this last week but I don't recall I was talking with someone with an LAFC it was like it'd be crazy if Wilkuns went to the Galaxy and and this happened but I was just like I was like I'm with you I was like it makes no sense why they would still keep Chris Klein around because it, he hasn't done anything but it's just like I think to me he's just he's the one. <clears throat> and also it's so weird that this this happened um during the season and he didn't join before this season and that tells me that like you know at least for me it's like well Coons wanted a lot more uh, uh I would say like control decision making and maybe that's something Chris Klein wasn't willing to do and now that this whole thing is going on and this and the boycott and everything, then they they brought him on and I'm not sure if I don't know if I've, I've missed I might have missed it, but I don't they they have they announced him publicly just yet? of the galaxy I don't, I don't know if i'm i, might no, I don't
1: it. i don't think so i'm uh, tommy scoop said it so that's that's all we need yeah but, yeah no i mean yeah I, I, know, mean,
0: I know you can you, you can obviously whenever tommy yeah yeah but we don't know his
1: official be. title and things like that yeah we don't yeah. know exactly what it's going to be but we do know that because tom said it that he's not the number one obviously that that Klein is mm-hmm. still the number one and so whether he's that number two or whatever else he is it just doesn't make sense because to me, he is a number one in this league, and really, yeah. he's probably well. That's better why you left LAFC. Klein. That's well,
0: he's why He's probably left better than Chris Klein, so I don't. I just don't get it. Oh, without a doubt. Either bro, there's yeah, there's a lot. He, but mean... if
1: he's leaving LAFC, if he's leaving LAFC, who are in a great spot, defending MLS Cup champions, to then go get a number one job, right? Why would you take anything but a number one job? Much less and, and a, the same job at A club doing worse at the moment like it just doesn't make sense unless of course, this, this as I probably, said earlier yeah. that paycheck
0: it was probably it's probably the paycheck's probably also the paycheck i mean yeah, yeah you're right because look if you leave a number one the number one club um you typically leave to move up you don't leave to go down right. you know you, especially when you right. when you've done what you've done at LASC so you 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 move to go up and i think it's definitely the money. Uh, I would assume someone in his position would definitely want more control uh, in the decision making and be the guy. Mm-hmm. So maybe he sees this as a per- opportunity of being the guy. But it's it's Chris Klein has such a dark shadow that I think it would be it's going to be very hard for him um, to operate unless they win. They start winning. That's the and thing it's, is it's just, that I it's would just such a dark. It's just such a dark cloud with Klein still still being there.
1: That's the thing I would expect. It to be more of like a, uh, as you you brought up the the show secession that type of idea if Cl- if Coons is taking the job like oh I think I think Cliven's going to get out you know I think I'm going to get that job next but it doesn't seem that way as you've been saying right that yeah. doesn't seem like the the situation at all and if that were the situation I would understand Coons okay he's going to be that number one next I just don't see that so yeah it's very confusing from multiple ways
0: <laughs> yeah we'll we'll have to see because it's uh. It's an interesting situation. It's an interesting situation, and and um, we'll see when they, they identify the role and what it is. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. because it's very uh, it's very interesting. And I look, i believe I, I I believe well, could definitely help out that team, especially when it comes to transfers and recruiting and all these things and his connections with the league and all that. Um, but right now it's there's a dark dark cloud, and on top of that. You can't bring any players here, uh, you know, in the summer. So it's 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 a steep hill to climb. Let's put it that way. It's a steep hill to climb. And, and look, if Koont's wanted a challenge, obviously this is definitely a challenge. Um, but look, we've seen what he how he's helped LFC, and now it's gonna be interesting to see how he does with the galaxy because the resources are don't do not to, do not appear to be the same. And that's one of those yeah. things, too. Um Justin anything else you'd like look we barely really talked uh, game or anything like that but I felt like this conversation was a lot more intriguing than anything that happened. Uh, yeah you know, of with, course with the, things, the game was know? pretty boring so uh,
1: it was it was laFC on the front foot and then it got a little sloppy it got a little fatigued it, the, the passes weren't quite there. Colorado took over uh for the you know end of this end of the first half into the second half and it just wasn't the most entertaining game so I think yeah this is a little bit more entertaining of a discussion than than talking about what
0: yeah well look let's look let's look look, look moving forward obviously Champions League here on Wednesday obviously they'll obviously travel to uh, Vancouver and then obviously they play at home on Saturday so it's it's good to see what what they got uh, what they're doing and you know trying to manage all these games big game and look it's gonna be on turf I don't know if we'll see Killini play uh, because so far I don't think he's played in any of the the turf games so Wednesday uh just a few days away um you know be interesting big game obviously you want to get a positive result you want to get a you know a couple of goals if you can walk away with the win obviously that's a plus if you get a tie it's not it's not the worst thing but uh but yeah we're looking that into Wednesday and obviously this weekend uh, anything else you'd like to add before we let you go Justin?
1: yeah just uh Wednesday is gonna be a big one I think a draw away would certainly be a positive result I think. Vancouver are in great form. They've uh, they're they're unbeaten in six. They've won two of those games by five nil score lines, right? They're very difficult to beat at BC place at the moment, um, as you mentioned, Nokia So I think it should be a very good game there. And yeah, should be very, very fun.
0: Yeah, look, solid conversation, Uh, solid convo on, on the optics and everything surrounding MLS, because look, as you and I are so invested, just like everybody else, you know, we, we see some of the, some of the things where uh, the MLS has done good, but there's other ways that they can definitely improve the product, um, you know, and, and, and entertain more people. So I enjoyed this conversation. I really did. I really enjoyed this conversation. Hopefully the people at home either watching or listening, hopefully uh, enjoyed it as well. You know, uh, we could share, you know, how bright Justin is, you know, that's why we have him on here. So. <laughs>
1: Oh, man. Always good to talk with you, Gio.
0: Of course, brother. All right, man. Well, you take it easy. Everybody, thank you for listening. We'll catch you guys next time. Bye, everybody.